In this very first episode of the Growing with Amy podcast, I promise you will hear some questions that challenge you, some stories that surprise you, and some good news that I really believe will inspire you. Hey, I'm Amy Barge, your personal growth environment specialist, and my passion is to help you go from living by default, doing without thinking, to living by design, by growing on purpose. Now, if you're wondering, okay, what does that look like really? I'm here to be your tour guide because as someone who has survived the three big Ds, death of my parents, a painful divorce, and being downsized from two different jobs, I've discovered some insanely practical tips that have helped to keep the gremlin of fear and doubt from taking up rental space on my mental couch. I don't know the exact words your gremlin may be telling you, but I do know this. You're smarter than you think, and you're more resilient than you know. And you're absolutely in the right place if you're ready to give your mindset muscles a workout and get growing. Welcome to the Growing with Amy podcast. Hey, I'm Amy Barge, your host, and I am so glad you are here because you're here at the beginning. Beginning, even as I say that word, this flood of memories comes to mind. Beginning my first day of first grade. Yeah, I really do remember that, even though it was decades ago. Beginning my first job at Cloth World Fabrics when I was 16. Beginning my journey of being a mom when I was only 20 years old and had no clue about what I was getting ready to experience. Okay, so those are pretty typical beginnings. You know, school, job, parenthood. But at some point in our lives, the number of things we're beginning for, as I like to say, the first time ever, they begin to shrink. And there are a lot of reasons that that can happen. But one of the most common is it just gets easier to stay comfortable doing what we've always done than it is to start something new where we don't know what we're doing, or we might feel like, oh, gosh, I'm going to look foolish at my age, or we've just forgotten what it feels like to have that first day of school new kind of feeling. So we just stop looking for those kinds of experiences. This, my friends, today is a brand new beginning for me as a podcast host, but also for you. Okay, maybe not as a podcast listener because you may have listened to hundreds or thousands of podcasts up until now, but you are a beginner in this part of your growth journey. And I say this part because whether you've never thought about your personal growth or, I don't know, you read a book once and said something about growth and you thought, oh, I I should do something about that, or maybe you've spent thousands of hours and dollars on your personal growth. You're still at a point on your journey today that is new. And what I want to do in these first few episodes of this Growing with Amy podcast is to kind of set the stage for how it came to be for me. But more importantly, why I believe this podcast should matter to you. So a little about me. I grew up in Springfield, Missouri in a loving family with amazing parents, two little sisters, and a dog named Duchess. I walked to school, played in the band, was a cheerleader in junior high. I was in musicals and the drum corps when I was in high school. 
went to college, and then I got married at the ripe old age of 20. Yes, it's true, before my frontal lobe was even fully formed. And honestly, before I even realized that I had a frontal lobe. And I remember thinking shortly after I got married, well, I guess I'll just live in Missouri for the rest of my life. It's funny how what I thought I knew for sure was so completely wrong. Because after a 20-year marriage, three kids, and six moves, I found myself divorced, teaching school, and living in a suburb of Chicago. Moving that many times ended up being a really great teacher because I discovered, thankfully, there are really wonderful people everywhere. Divorce also ended up uh, being a teacher, although it's not one that I would wish on my worst enemy. I say that, and yet it is what set me on a growth journey that I didn't even know I needed to take. The pain of divorce is what pushed me to start exploring more beginnings and doing these things, you know, for the first time at an age when a lot of women that were my friends and were my age were just settling into the routine of marriage and family and being comfortable with life. I still remember the first time I went to a musical rehearsal just a few months after my divorce. I sat there awkwardly thinking, oh my gosh, do I have what it takes? I haven't done this since I was in high school. It ended up being one of the most exhilarating things I've ever done, and it actually led me to years of performing in community theater. Then there was the first time I interviewed for a job outside the field of education, and I remember just hoping that they would see value in me beyond what I had done for those second graders that I taught. And then there was the first time that I rode the train into downtown Chicago when I did get a new job in the city. The first time I got on a dating site. The first time I went on a date in more than 20 years. Uh, Yeah, I will say more about that in future episodes. A lot of stories there. The first time I bought a car by myself. Oh, I loved my little red Dodge Intrepid. The first time I sold my house by myself. Okay, so I had a realtor, but you know what I mean. And then there was the first time that I quit my job, moved to another state without a job, and moved in with my sister and her family. All of those beginnings, those firsts, would never have happened if my life had played out the way I imagined it would. But here's the thing. Every time I did something that felt so new and scary, I grew in my self-confidence, in my awareness of new parts of me that had just been waiting to be discovered, and in opening my mind to the possibility of more. If there's one thing that I would wish for you as you're listening to this today, it's that you would feel a bit of... I don't know, maybe nervous anticipation about what the idea of more could look like for you. Okay, let me quickly add, you don't have to get a divorce for that to happen. But I will tell you this, it probably does mean that you have to do one of three things to have that happen. It may be you have to hurt enough that you have to, or that you have to learn enough that you want to. Or you have to receive enough 
that you're able to. That's where I see my role as the podcast host, helping you to recognize one or more of those in your life. Because what I have learned is when one or more of those things happens, that is when you're the most open to more. It's when you're the most open to growth. And when you're open to growth, that's when things will begin to change for you. So listen to those three statements again and think about which one or ones are speaking to you right now. Do you sense that you heard enough in some area of your life that you just know you have to do something differently? It could be in your health or a relationship. Maybe there's something going on at work or you're moving. Or do you sense that you need to learn enough in some area of your life so that you want to change and grow. Maybe there's a class you've thought about taking or a certification that you'd really love to have to help advance your career. Or maybe you need to pay more attention to learning something about yourself and the way you're wired and why you think the way you do about certain things. Or maybe you're at a place in your life right now where You sense that you just need to receive. You want someone or something to pour into you so that you've got the the energy and drive, motivation, and will to do something in a different way. Regardless of where you find yourself as you're answering those three questions, you are in the right place by listening to this podcast. Because those are exactly the kind of things that I'll be addressing in each episode as we explore what it really means to grow on purpose. Now, you've probably heard growth and change used synonymously, but actually, they're not synonymous. And here's how I know. You can change the house you live in, but if you were a messy housekeeper before, you will be again, even in that new house. You can change the person you're married to, but if you had trust issues or communication problems the first time around, unless you're really intentional about addressing those, you'll have them again. You can even change the clothes you're wearing and feel like, oh, you're the best dressed person in the room. But if you haven't done the inside work, you'll still feel inferior and you'll compare yourself to other people. See, personal growth is about doing the inside work. There's actually good news and bad news about that. (laughs) The good news is you can do it. It is absolutely possible. And I say that with complete confidence for two reasons. One is I've done it and I'm continuing to do it. But two, and maybe even more importantly, I have watched other people do it. Now here's the bad news. It doesn't happen automatically or instantly or continually. There's no personal growth switch to just flip like turning on a light in a room. However, listening to this podcast each week is going to help you with what I like to call the four C's of personal growth. These are four insanely practical tips that are necessary for growth to happen for you. 
So a big part of the reason that I wanted to start this podcast and share this with you is because of all the ways that I have seen what pursuing personal growth has done in my life and in the lives of the people that I now serve. So here we go with those four C's. They're going to help you with your personal growth. The first one is content. I still remember the first time I attended the Maxwell Conference in Orlando, Florida, and I heard John talking about the power of personal growth in his life. He told us about one of his books, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, which I bought immediately and started reading. Oh my gosh, so many things about that one book. Really, that one piece of content has had long-lasting impact on me and how I view personal growth. And one of the questions it asks in the very first chapter is this, what's the farthest you can imagine going? And when I read that, I realized I had never really thought about that. That question became the catalyst for really intentionally paying attention to my personal growth. So content like that, the kind that really makes you think, is a vitally important step in your personal growth. And it's something you're going to get here every week on this podcast. The second C of growth is consistency. I have this little light green post-it note taped to the stand on my, uh, where my computer sits. It's been there for years. And it says this, you will never change your life until you change something you do daily. Yeah, if you're doing something daily, you're being consistent. And this consistency area is something that is so easy to gloss over because we think, oh, come on, who has time for that? Everybody's so busy. And the way I like to challenge myself about this is by thinking about how faithful I am to fuel my body. I honestly cannot remember the last time I forgot to eat for a week because I was so busy. Okay, and you're thinking, Amy, that's easier because you have hunger pangs and you run out of energy, so you know you have to eat. Well, that's true. But you know what? There are growth pangs that we've all gotten pretty good at ignoring. See if any of these ring true for you. You feel like you're living in Groundhog Day just doing the same thing over and over and over and over. Or you've lost the sense of anticipation when you wake up in the morning and you think about your day. Or you feel like most of the time you're living on autopilot, just doing things without thinking. Or, and here's a big one, you're always counting the days until the weekend or vacation or any time when you're not working. Those are all clear indications that it has been a while since you've done anything for the first time ever. So listening to this podcast each week will help you with consistency because I'm always going to be challenging you to think about your thinking and about where in your life you want to be growing and how you can make that happen. I am all about the insanely practical. So that is what you can expect. Okay, the third C of growth is community. It can be really easy to lose sight of this, 
because we are such independent beings. And a lot of times, we love wearing our I-can-do-it-myself badge right along with our busy badge. I knew from my very first Maxwell Leadership Conference that there was something so different about that community of people. There was just this energy that I could feel. And even though I had already paid several thousands of dollars to become a certified coach, speaker, and trainer, I found myself investing even more in the mentorship program so that I could stay connected to and learn from that incredible community of people. My heart was pounding out of my chest the first time I got on a mentorship call, and I rambled on and on about, you know, all the stuff I learned. And then when I clicked off to listen to the rest of the call, I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if I sounded like some kind of crazy fan. I listened to hundreds of hours of calls that first year, and I just soaked things in like a sponge. And something that amazed me was how listening to people who were farther along the path than I was and to the questions that they asked made me realize how much you can learn from questions other people ask. And that was when I began to really understand the incredible power of being in a community of like-minded people who had that same passion for growth that I did. In March this year, 2023, I will be attending my 16th Maxwell Conference. That community has had such a huge impact on me and my growth, and it actually was the catalyst for me to create my own community called Women Growing on Purpose. I'll say more about that and how you can get connected in some upcoming episodes, so stay tuned. Okay, so the fourth C of growth is coach. My sports experience was limited to one summer when a bunch of my girlfriends decided to form a softball team. I think mainly it was because Leslie's boyfriend had agreed to coach us. And all I can say about my performance is that, well, it was uh, less than stellar. And the memory I have of the coach was him saying things like, keep going or take second or stay there. It wasn't until... I sat in a room filled with hundreds of others at the Maxwell Conference that I first was introduced to a concept of coaching that was nothing about telling and everything about listening. And at the end of that two-and-a-half-hour session, the presenter said, how many of you walked in here today thinking you wanted to be a coach? And all these hands went up, not mine. And then he asked, how many of you walked in here today thinking you did not want to be a coach? That's when I raised my hand. I mean, nothing could have been farther from my mind. And then he asked, how many of you changed your mind and now believe you would like to be a coach? And that's when I felt this kind of surprise little tingling with this awareness that, oh, I think I would like to do that. And I raised my hand. That was a day of beginning something new, a new way of thinking about what it could look like to be a coach. And since that time, eight years ago, my journey into the coaching world, it has been one of the best parts of my personal growth. And it's why I now love what I get to do when I'm coaching, because that's where I really get to see the up-close and personal differences in people's lives as they sit with questions that make them think. That will be a part of this podcast. Questions I will pose to you that you can answer. And as you do, 
it'll move you along in your personal growth journey. So here's a sample one for you right now. Which of those four C's, content, consistency, community, coaching, have you experienced when it comes to your personal growth? And which one or ones do you have a sense that uh, maybe you aren't knocking it out of the park? Like, you know you need and want to improve. Now, if I was coaching you live, this is where I would just leave space for you to sit and think. But obviously, a long stretch of silence on a podcast probably isn't the best strategy. But here's something that will help you go there with this line of thinking. On my website at amybarge.com, in the upper left-hand corner of the homepage, there's a free resource for you. It's called Blind Spot Glasses. It can be a great starting place for helping you think about your growth in some ways that just might surprise you. And it gives you some tips that you can take that are simple, immediately doable, tiny action steps. So that's it. A-M-Y-B-A-R-G dot com. The button that says blind spot glasses. Oh, and you know what? By the way, my website is also beginning a whole new look today. So that's another reason to go check it out. Thinking about the possibilities of where your growth will take you when you lean in and join me here every week, it just gets me so energized. One more thought about this idea of beginning. It can stir that kind of positive sense of anticipation and excitement because, oh, we're moving towards something good. But if we change that word just slightly, if we go from this is the beginning to I am a beginner, going from that ing to er, just that subtle shift, that might produce a little bit of hesitation. See, whenever we say, I am a beginner, it acknowledges that there's a gap between here, which is, you know, what we know, and over there, which is what we don't know. And while it sounds really noble for us to say, oh, yes, I love being a beginner because it means there's so much I'm going to learn, the truth is it can be challenging. Barbara Schur said, you can learn new things at any time in your life if you're willing to be a beginner. If you actually learn to like being a beginner, the whole world opens up to you. I agree with Barbara, and I also know it can do a little number on us in our minds because sometimes admitting that we are a beginner is then followed with thoughts like, okay, really? (laughs) By this point in my life, shouldn't I already know X, Y, Z? Or we think, oh, what if I can't do this or learn this or figure this out? Or we think, am I going to look foolish if I admit that I don't get it or know it or understand it? Those are all really normal things for us to think and feel. But to help ourselves push past those thoughts, we need to take a breath. And remember, anytime we go from being a beginner at something to being able to master something, it's a process. And it follows a predictable pattern. That's what I'm going to be sharing with you in the next episode. So I really hope you'll join me. Until then, 
I want to say it again. Thank you so much for being here at the beginning of this podcast. I really appreciate it. If you like something that you heard, share this with a friend or leave me a review. And remember, no matter what it costs you to keep learning and growing, the cost of doing nothing is greater. Here's your great big woohoo for completing another episode of the Growing with Amy podcast. I want to encourage you, let something you heard nudge something you'll do. And until next time, remember, to be going somewhere, you've got to be growing somewhere. Bye for now.